A one and a two and a one, two, three. We have a Patreon with lots of different tiers. Give us lots of money and we will bring you cheer. Cause little baby podcast, they need support, you know. We want to pay off microphones and bring you some live shows. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. And we have brought it back full circle. It's my topic again this week, ladies. I had a lot of fun with this one, I'm not going to lie. I was going to say, you brought us Dr. Death the first time. I'm really excited to see what you do this time. I'm intrigued because I texted you about a topic that I wanted to cover and you said, eh. let's not touch base on that one. So let's go. Let's do it. Woo-hoo. Let's get started. How's everybody doing? Tiffany, what's your poison this week? Hello. Why do you do that? I thought our goal was to like the person who was hosting went first. No, the person who's hosting goes last so that then it rolls That is into... not what you did for me. Dang you did it, it yourself, honey. Okay, when I'm hosting, <laughs> I go last so that way I can roll into my topic okay. so <laughs> tiffany how you doing what's your poison this week we can start with me i had a list <laughs> i don't have my phone in my hands all right do you want me to start with me let's start with you okay i adopted a cat in may and i just got real excited i thought you were about to tell us like the whole like i'm pregnant announcement i thought you were about to say you're about to not oh, uh, you adopted no, another cat no 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 <laughs> not no. pregnant i thought you were about to tell us no, you no, adopted no. another I've cat i've talked about it but like he spent a good month and a half un- very solidly under the bed before yeah. he started coming out and being social. He's such a sweet Now boy. he's a little too social to the point that I wake <laughs> up at 2 a.m. and he's on my chest and trying to like need my stomach and like I love you and I'm so happy you're out and meeting people but can you not do this at 2 a.m.? Can you go back <laughs> under the bed like, please? I need my sleep. I don't need to be woken up at 2 a.m. I love you. Please stop. I'm telling you the best thing I ever did with two cats best thing hands down is feed them as i'm walking out the door because when i wake up they're like oh she's not gonna feed us yet we're just gonna chill and do our own thing and then as i start getting ready they get excited and that way they don't wake me up earlier and earlier and earlier because it got to a point where they were waking me up like two hours before i was supposed to wake up well like like, i would when i wake up in the morning for work i would never feed him before i was done with the bathroom but that didn't stop him from trying to wake me up at 4 30 he, yeah, you wake up at four thirty, and he's I'm like, like, "I understand hey, you're your logic pee. being that if I wake her up earlier, you'll get there. She will use the bathroom earlier, and I will eat earlier." No, dude, that's not <laughs> how this works. See, okay, you have to keep in mind, depending on how long he was in the shelter, he, he probably yeah. got used to like people walked in the door, and yeah, there was true. food in his cage or kennel or room or wherever he was. Kept. Yeah, so like, I'm not so blaming. Only had him for like five months. Exactly, I'm not blaming him. He's the sweetest. He he's the sweetest cat on earth. So I'm not blaming him. I just need to work a little bit with the there. training and boundaries, mainly boundaries. <laughs> Gats don't know boundaries if they, they want to be in They your really space. don't. Like it, his version of being like spending quality time on me is being on top of my chest and as close as possible to me. Yeah. Here's the deal about that. I consider myself, if I were to be a cat or a dog, I would definitely be a dog because I'm like, hey, 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 look at me. What a look what I'm doing. Hey. But when it comes to cats, I'm like, I could probably be a cat because I get like in everybody's personal space. I'm like, I don't care what you're doing. This is my space Dogs now. do that to you, though. They like, do. do. Have you ever never been around a dog where they your hand's sitting on your leg and they just come up and they're like, nope, it's on my head now and you're going to pet me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe I am a dog. Sorry about that. Continue. <laughs> So, so that's how she and her current husband started dating. <laughs> nope, you're on my head. Or accurate. <laughs> her current husband. You like? I, I, I say that because that's how to, that's how that happened to me. Tiffany's first and hopefully only husband. Let's yes. not say current husband, okay? Yes. I didn't mean it that anyway. You okay. said that's what happened to you. Is that how we got you in our in our grasp? Or is that like, how hey, Alex got you? Now. Okay, uh, current relationship. It took him like 
three or four um, attempts to ask me out before I finally clicked. Oh, he's asking me. He's out. asking me out. I should probably respond to this. Yeah, no, mine was the polar opposite. It just kind of like, okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah, now. I, I'm I'm the cat. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, so Tiffany, your poison this week, my love. What's been going on? My poison this week, and I'm so excited about it. It we, just took me like 30 minutes to figure out what Well, here's the thing. I have so many different like emotions rolling through me right True. now because I've been on this like high, low, high, low, high, low roller coaster since having Sleep a child. Sleep deprivation will do that. Yes. Sleep deprivation, the hormones after having a child, all of that. And like my husband and I work kind of opposite schedules. So, like, dealing with a kid full-time and then going to work, and then he's dealing with a kid full-time and then yeah, going to work. it's tough. It's tough. So, dealing with all of that, my hormones have been, like, up, down, up, down. So, I got a lot to, like, filter through. But the one I'm really excited about right now is we reorganized the studio. Yes. And it looks really good. It does. We've got kind of, if it were to be, I don't know anything about feng shui, but I feel like this <laughs> is our fun shui going on right now look at you yeah we got our vision board up we've got our intro outro because we're really bad at remembering things we've got our calendar up we've got string lights and bat lights like this is feeling good i like it I do too. I feel like I was excited about it before, but now it feels like it, it kind of like feels like home. Yeah. 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 It kind of has like a nice touch of all three of us in here now. It's not just like we're using Tiffany's spare room as a studio. Yeah. <laughs> like we've, everybody has their own little touch going on and it's going to be more and more. But like I've got my Lorax tree painting that I did. I like that. Thank you. I do too. I'm very proud of those. And then we've got like Ashley's bat lights and Rebecca's going to throw her fun shui on it. Like this is feeling good. This is what I'm excited about right now. And I'm excited that we have our intro outro written down because um, some of us are really bad at remembering what we're supposed to say. So it's good. Fine. We'll get there. Yeah. So that's my poison right now. All right. Being happy about that. Good thing to be happy about. It feels nice. It's good. I like it. What is your poison, Ashley? (sighs) I don't want to be like Debbie Downer here. Oh, <laughs> that's why we're here. Well, no, and it's not that bad, and it's not. It's going to work out good in the end. Um, I have, when we're recording, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And um, for a brief touch on it, I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Okay. And the only way that I was able to conceive Dominic was starting medication. But it's not a medication that they have. You continue when you're pregnant because it can kind of mess with some things. And it's not anything crazy. Like, I could have continued it, but there's not a lot of research about what it does when you're pregnant. So my doctor and I decided yeah. to cut it when I finally did conceive. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of noticed I've had an IUD since I had Dominic. So the... Um, extremely noticeable symptoms of PCOS as far as like the really bad cramps and the irregularity and all that. I haven't had any of that because my IUD has kind of cut yeah. my cycle. I haven't had a cycle since I got it in. Yay. Yeah, which is good. <laughs> Cheers. But now that it's been a little while since I've had the IUD, I've kind of started to notice some of the other symptoms. Yeah. So it's more like your body is normalizing and you're starting to notice things just kind of creeping back or well i think they've kind of been like now that my hormones dominic's almost three so i think now my hormones are finally kind of starting to balance back out and all of the issues are starting to kind of resurface again yeah gotcha and none of it's insane but i just kind of want to jump on it again so i have my doctor my appointment with my ob doctor tomorrow and I think I'm going to talk to her about getting. So what you're saying is you want a lot of happy gifs tomorrow sent yes, to your phone. Yes, Please. we can do that. So I have uh, my appointment with him tomorrow morning and it's not anything crazy. I just want to talk to him about getting back on medicine and getting yeah. back on track of this yeah. because we're at the point now where Haggard and I are starting to discuss possibly having a second. Yeah, and health and I, comes first. Exactly. Always. And I don't want to run into the issue that we did after we got married where I got the shock of my life and was told I may not be able to conceive children. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, that was a rough day. So I just want to go ahead and jump on it now, figure if I can get on the medicine. And when the time comes that we officially make the decision, I get my IUD out and we start trying. If we decide to have a second, I'm good. And I've already taken the precautions. So I like happy that. thoughts tomorrow. Would yes. Be greatly happy thoughts. I'm looking to see if I can offer you more wine. That is, that <laughs> is plenty. Not a Debbie Downer. That is, that is in my opinion, taking care of yourself yeah. first. And, and, 
that's great. That is wonderful. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. And it's just one of those, like I said, with the IUD and then I kind of always brushed it off as like, of course you have hormone issues. You just had a baby and life's crazy, but he's almost three now. And I've noticed some of the symptoms aren't going away. Yeah. <laughs> but also to be fair, if you're a woman, you're just aware. I'm convinced we all have hormone issues. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's hard. They're different, but it's also not just you at the right. same time. Well, yeah. and the thing Which is, is refreshing. Like, I didn't get diagnosed until we started to try like we decided I told you earlier Don, yeah Hagrid and I were together for seven years before we actually got married mm-hmm. so we knew once we got married we wanted to start pretty quickly after we got married having kids yeah so when I went to my doctor and I was like here's the plan we just got married she was like well here's With a little, little wrench <laughs> yeah let's throw a little wrench in that plan which thank god compared to some of the struggles that people go with I yeah. cannot complain about what I went through but I just don't want that to come up again because I don't I'm not a very religious person, but I'm very much a, if it's meant to be, it will be kind yeah. of person. Mm-hmm. So my thought process is I want to be able to get my IUD out for six months, a year, whatever Haggard and I decide together. Mm-hmm. Give See it what a happens. try. Exactly. And if it happens, we have another kid, we have another kid. If not, we're not meant to have another kid. On the plus side, uh, Little Man is incredibly cute. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to only have one, it's a good one uh, to have. I would never complain, but he's so good with babies. Oh, so I have a five and a half month old and you get him around Adeline and oh my god it's so precious yeah. he he carries an Aladdin doll around and he Aww. calls it oh, oh no right. just wait he calls it Aladdin <laughs> I know yeah. he's so good with kids and so. he loves his little Adeline he loves his Adeline. So. And I know how amazing it was for me to grow up with siblings. So yeah. Yeah. I want him to have that same experience. Well, so. when, if the time comes, let me know and I'll make sure he has his own special blanket. Oh. Him, it, them, whatever they may him, be. Him, let's put that out in the universe. <laughs> I, I always said growing up before I knew of See, I just say the them issues. so that they can decide. True. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. But however... <laughs> I've always said if I could have a conversation with God or goddess that controls these things, whoever it might be, and they were like, have as many as you want and they'll be all boys, I would have a football team. Because <laughs> <laughs> your girl knows how to handle boys. You get into some of this girl talk stuff, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what now? So whenever Adeline, I almost called her a Adeline. <laughs> So when Adeline gets to that stage, I'm going to be like, go talk to your Aunt Ashley and just watch you squirm. And I'll be, I mean, good? I'll figure it out. I know, but. Like, <laughs> and like if Adeline is anything like you, she'll enjoy watching the squirming. Oh, yeah, God, yes. Probably. I'll probably have the talk with her and just be like, okay, now go talk to now your... Now just go talk to Go that. talk to your eye eye and just like pretend like you don't know what's going on and see what happens. Whereas like when my time comes, I'm just be like to both of you, what the hell's going on? No. I don't know. Why no. are they looking at me? <laughs> when my time comes... <laughs> I have a cat. <laughs> I love it. Oh, gracious. Uh, all, right. all right. So what are we learning about today, Ashley? Yeah. Wow. It is, the day this is releasing is October 25th. Which you know what's it, coming up? What's coming up, Tiffany? I'd imagine Halloween. Oh, yay. Oh. <laughs> Go figure. It's our favorite holiday. Yay. Yes. I was just about to say, which as we all know, is the most wonderful time, time of, of the year. year i agree so when i was looking at a release schedule i was toying back and forth i was like do i want to do something spooky do i want to do something history do i want it so i just kind of went with the basics so Woo-woo. today we're going to be discussing halloween a history Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> i like that so um and it, i was uh quite intrigued when i first started looking into it to see if it was something i wanted to research and there's a lot that goes into it i just thought it was like hey free candy and slutty ladies (laughs) which i'm into both candy alcohol and slutty costumes hello hey that's why it was my favorite holiday right so uh before we go into this i kind of wanted to ask because i know i do and i was talking to hagrid about it do y'all have like a favorite costume that you've done yes oh yes can i go first yes Yes, you can Uh, so i was maybe six or seven and i told my mom i wanted to be a christmas present so we had gotten I don't even remember what we got but we got something in a large box and like it was big enough to where we had to cut some of it off so that I could walk around and she put me and my mom put me in this giant box wrapped it in Christmas paper put a bow on my head and I was a Christmas present and I was so proud of myself and we're walking around getting candy and then my cousin who was five years older than me got mad at me for something and she 
pushed me over <laughs> in a ditch and I could not get up. And I remember <laughs> laying there flailing, thinking, whose stupid idea was this to put a five or six year old in a box? What is going on here? My mom finally helped me up and I'm like, this was the worst Halloween costume idea ever. Who would have thought of this? But looking back on it, it was absolutely my favorite. That's amazing. See, knowing you, that makes complete sense, right? (laughs) I want to be everyone's gift to the world. Everybody gets excited about gifts, so they'll be happy when they see me. Hey. You're so cute. (laughs) Thanks. Rebecca. Okay, for me, we didn't really celebrate Halloween a, a lot as a kid because I grew up in not a completely uh, strict religious household, but like Harry Potter and Halloween wasn't really something we celebrated. I'm sorry. It, it's fine. Like I, I turned out okay. I'm doing this eh. podcast. No, I'm it's just kidding. Too, but like <laughs> my favorite Halloween costume so far was actually from last year when I dressed up as Louise Belcher yes, from Bob's. That Bird. was so perfect. That was perfect. And like I got to wear the ears and I got to say anything. I wanted to anybody and it was funny because I was Louise Belcher. So you had an excuse. I had an excuse. I love that so much. It made me so happy when like, I saw it. Like whereas before it was just me insulting people. <laughs> On that one day it was me being in character. Right? Yes. It's fine. I You're still have the ears. It, you should. You should. They're you amazing. should wear that daily. <laughs> right? I wish I could. <laughs> just if you need they don't to like, fit in my car. If you need to tell somebody off you need to just like hold on one second and like whip them out. Hold on one second. Whoop! Here's what I really think. Exactly, and you're in character, so it's fine. It's perfect. Um, my I go back and forth because being the sentimental mom that I am, it was either last year getting to dress up with Dominic for the first time when he actually knew what was going on. Aww. Weren't we, you a dinosaur yes, last year? Yes, we were a mama and a baby dinosaur. You're Aww. so cute. <laughs> Thank you. So it's either that one or my favorite all time. We didn't have a whole lot of money growing up, so my mom had to be very creative having three kids trying to come up with costumes. One of my favorite, and hearing her talk about it now, was dressing me, my brother, and sister up as a clothing line. Wait, <laughs> what? what? So this? we just wore clothes, like regular jeans and t-shirt, and she attached string between our shoulders yes. and then hung clothes between it. And we thought that it was the best, the cutest idea ever. Thing and ever. now she was like, yeah, and you couldn't run away from each other. <laughs> like... That's so hilarious, but that ran. sounds exactly like something my mom would do. Right? She'd be like, you so, guys, look how cute you are, and I can keep track of exactly. you at all times. I love that. So it's that. a toss-up between that or when I went as a bag of jelly beans where she just put a <gasps> trash bag over me and filled it with rainbow-colored balloons, and I went as a bag of jelly beans. So Beautiful. all that I hear from that is that that means this year, Tiffany is going as sprinkles. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my daughter is going to be a unicorn pegasus, so I could probably pull off sprinkles somehow. Yeah, why not? I'm down. Wait, she, <laughs> wait, she's going as a unicorn pegasus? So she's going as a unicorn, but do, it has do you know, wings. Do you know what that's called? What? Alicorn. Oh, I learned something new every day. My I, daughter is going as an alicorn. I hey. might not have watched the new My Little Pony for a little bit. That's fine. I'm so down we with this. We talked about My Little Pony yesterday. Yeah, we went really? to a friend's three-year-old birthday party. That and it would was, be the place you yeah. would talk about My Little it Pony. It was My Little Pony themed, and we talked about new versus old, and how one of the new characters was talking about like when you shake your head and come up with a <laughs> funny face. I was about she, to say PewDiePie, but that's a YouTube. <laughs> that is Sorry, a YouTube. Pinkie Pie. Yeah. So Pinkie Pie was like making crazy faces and she goes, I bet you can't make a face as crazy as this. And she shook her head. And when you turn back, it was the old My Little Pony and Amber died laughing. And her daughter was just like, why is that so funny? (laughs) Tiffany would be Pinkie Pie. Yeah. mm, Or Twilight Sparkle. No, that might be me. Really? Cause, well, Twilight Sparkle, her whole thing is she was a bookworm in the castle and then she was sent out to make new friends. True. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rebecca, you're our Twilight Sparkle. That's not where Can I was going with Twilight this. Twilight Sparkle forever? Would I be, hey, y'all, I'm Applejack. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can already hear it now, all the yes. people that have an issue with my, hey, y'all, and oh, my God, y'all. See, like, it was a toss-up for Tiffany, either being Pinkie Pie or Rarity, mm. and then Ashley, a toss-up between Applejack and uh, Rainbow Dash, and why do I know this? I am so happy right now with <laughs> all of these options. I would be fine with either. Yeah, can I be just, like, a merge? Can Applejack and, I know they're both girls, I think. I don't know. They are. Okay, so Applejack and Rainbow Dash are both girls, but can they have a baby, and I'd just be, like, Ooh. a mix between the two? Yes, they can, and I will explain that in a later episode. Ooh. 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 
Ah, oh, she got it on I her own time. Foreshadowing. So okay. Now yeah, that I've overshadows my knowledge of, of My Little Pony. <laughs> my Little Pony. My, my Little, little Pony. pony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. so happy. What is so, in this rosé? I don't know, but I want more of it. So Halloween. Gone. We need to have someone bring us more. Okay. Um, I'll text my babysitter. <laughs> do. So Halloween history. Halloween. How do we have... So that was like my horrible um, Hermione impression, by the way. Halloween. A history. So Halloween is a patchwork holiday that's stitched together with cultural, religious, and occult traditions. As all good holidays are. They should be. Um, Although historians believe that the traditions may go back even further, Halloween can easily be traced back to over 2,000 years ago to the, I always want to say Celts, but it's the Celts, (laughs) in what is now Ireland, the UK, and Northern France. Okay. And their Celtic New Year and end of harvest celebration called Samhain. So how is it spelled? Not like it sounds. Because it sounds, <laughs> it sounds like something that would be Native American. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, and I, a lot of pagan stuff kind of traces back like that. But it's H, or excuse me, S-A-M-H-A-I-N. There's, nope. Does the, not sound like it would. There's no, no L in that, which is what I expected. But it is Samhain. Okay. Samhain, which is Celtic for November, began Ooh. at sunset on October 31st and carried through the next few days. It was meant to celebrate the end of summer and the harvest. Okay. So okay. the end of summer harvest, it was just their um, celebration to basically like finalize the harvest and to have one less celebration before going into what they considered the dark time of the year. So like Question. the end of October would be considered the end of the harvest, which yes. is why it started at November? It started uh, at sunset on October 31st. Okay. I was just confused because summer ends at the end of September now. On our calendar now. But you got to, I mean, even though summer technically ends, they could still harvest. Yeah. Because there's a lot of um, fruits and what have you that continue through fall, such as squash or pumpkin or apples. Apples. Um, So it's considered, Samhain is considered the time between years because this was the Celtic New Year. Their new year, their year ended at summer, um, which is a time when the veil between the living and dead was the thinnest and those who had died over the past year were able to walk the earth one more time i'm not gonna say this right somebody say it for me dios de los muertos yes (laughs) i'm glad you knew where that was going because i had no idea i've watched a lot of coco and it's amazing such a good movie um so the celts would wear masks and strange outfits to deter the evil spirits from recognizing them um they would also just because it was a time where people who had passed could walk the earth again so if they did wrong to someone and they were trying to mask their gotcha. appearance okay they started wearing um and they would also wear like animal furs and everything as a celebration towards the end of the harvest as okay. well which gradually morphed into masks and strange outfits which people believed were deter evil spirits from recognizing them they'd also leave treats and wine outside of their homes to deter the spirits from entering their homes um if they left wine how would that deter anything they left outside their home okay gotcha. so that they would come to that and not enter the house okay. um so also... like if we were to stumble upon it and be like "Ooh, free wine and get drunk off their butts and sit outside right yeah and sounds keep about them from entering their sounds homes. about right <laughs> um they'd also parade to the edges of the village villages with offerings uh in an attempt to coax the spirits away from the houses i like that the celts believed that the gods controlled the sun and the shortening of the days were a way of the gods showing their powers so okay. going into the fall when the days shorten and they're not able to harvest and they thought it was the way of the gods basically controlling the people and showing their powers i like it um large bonfires would be lit as a symbol honoring the gods and they would recite prayers and returns for the sun in so, returns as in for the sun coming back correct okay because you know as far as they knew the gods were taking away the sun as a form of punishment or to show their powers so they thought if they like did something to honor them or recite prayers that they would take pity on them and return the sun so that they can continue the harvest. Gotcha. So after years and years of the sun not coming back at a normal time until spring, like did they not ever catch on? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no. religion like I said, this is back, a power for right. Thing. To thank the earth for her sacrifice during the harvest, the Celts would offer blood sacrifices to the gods. Cows, horses, and other animals would be thrown onto the large bonfires. Oh, how sad. So, like, would it be 
I don't know, what's the importance of that? Why cows, horses, and what have you? It's just, it's a blood sacrifice. It's basically, if they had a good harvest, they would sacrifice to the gods. Okay. Um, just to thank them for their bounty and for the harvest that they were able to provide. The ceremony was basically to honor the gods and honor the harvest to show them that they were grateful for what they got, but also to see if they could turn because like I said they thought that they had done something wrong so that's why they huh. shortened the days but so they were just trying to honor the gods and gotcha gotcha as okay. much as they could it's still a bummer though it's the a whole bit idea of, bummer, of sacrifice but... makes me sad except for sacrificing olives like in the same <laughs> I just I disagree with you same. but Samhain night was considered the best night for predicting the future due to the thinned veil between the worlds okay Ooh. so druids would read the charred remains of the sacrifices, like tea leaves, Ooh, to, like pre- Harry Potter. Yes, okay. to predict the future, such as who was going to die, who was going to prosper in the coming year, because again, this was the Celtic New Year at okay. this point. Prophecies would be spread through the villages, being told long into the night, and the stories can be traced back to what are considered the first quote-unquote ghost stories. Ooh. Um, ah. Ah. <laughs> Thanks for finishing that on your own. You're I appreciate that. Here for you. <laughs> um, by 43 AD, the Roman Empire had conquered the majority of the Celtic territory. Bummer. Um, mm-hmm. As the Catholic Church grew, the pagan rituals like Samhain were frowned upon. Bummer. Um, over the next few years, festivals were gradually morphed with Samhain celebrations, including Feriaalia. <gasps> that sounds fun. Feriaalia? F-E-R-A-L-I-A. Okay. Feriaalia, which is a day in late October where the Romans would commemorate the passing of their dead. Okay. So that was similar to Samhain, but it was just basically a day to remember those who had passed I like in it. the past year. Huh. And also Pomona, which was a celebration uh, to their Roman goddess of fruit and trees. Oh. Which so... was celebrated similarly to Samhain with bonfires and sacrifices and just basically celebrating Pomona for the harvest. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. At the turn of the 7th century, Pope Gregory III began trying to merge Samhain and the other Roman festivities with the celebration called All Saints Day. I've heard of that. Mm -hmm. Which is a church-sanctioned holiday that celebrated on November 1st and was meant to honor the martyrs and the deceased faithful. So that was the day that the church would honor any martyrs or like truly involved members of the church. So we're going from celebrating all of our past ancestors to just the holy ones. That's what the church, that's, yes, that's what the church was trying to push was just a day to honor the holy martyrs and the people who were heavily involved in the church who had passed during the year. All Saints Day again was celebrated similarly to Samhain with bonfires, parades, people would be known to dress up as saints, also angels and devils to represent the passing of the saints. I've dressed as an angel and a devil. It's probably a slutty one. (laughs) (laughs) I did not say anything. (laughs) All Saints Day was also known as All Hallows Day or Mm. Hallow Miss. Oh, I was thinking All Hallows Eve. Well, it roughly translates uh, hollow in Roman means holy or saint. So it would roughly translate to Mass of the Saints. So it was a day of mass and prayer and celebration of those who had passed. Okay. Cool. Uh, The night before All Saints Day. Which would be All Hallows Eve. Yes. Is what we would believe. So All Hallows Eve would be celebrated on October 31st. Ooh, which is Halloween. Which (laughs) most historians believe gradually morphed into Halloween. So you have All Hallows Eve. The drunker and the sluttier that the holiday gets, it turns into (laughs) Halloween. It's All Hallows Eve. And now we're in my turf. Hey. (laughs) Um, Even though the word Halloween wasn't first published until a poem by a Scottish poet, Robert Burns, titled Halloween. I love Scots. Let's do this. And I am not going to hurt any of your ears by reading any of the poem. But I do have it printed because it's an old Scottish. And I tried. I'm trying to find a portion of it that I could read, but it would have been so butchered. So I'll share a link to it on the website and on on Instagram. Um, So yeah, so the term Halloween wasn't first published until that poem, but people believe that All Hallows Eve is what eventually 
turned into Halloween. I like it. Um, in the 10th century, the search began celebrating All Souls Day on November 2nd, okay. which was meant to be a holiday for anyone who had lost people over the past year. Okay, so we've gone from all of the like sacred people to just anyone. To any member of the church who had lost someone, that was a day for them to honor them and celebrate their lives. And So just members of the church or anyone was, who has lost? It was a church holiday. Okay. So the church did start it because they wanted an opportunity and also they were trying to kind of take away Samhain. So they were trying to find a way that they could get any of the pagans that were celebrating Samhain to come celebrate with them. So they created All Souls Day for those who had lost people in general over the past year. Got it. Okay. Um, So All Souls Day was a day when prayers were offered to souls that may have been stuck in purgatory. It was believed that the more prayers someone received, the more likely they were to be uh, able to move on from purgatory. So So I'm going to be stuck in purgatory forever. (laughs) Crap. So they believed... um, if someone, a relative or someone who had passed was stuck in purgatory and they prayed and prayed and prayed that God would take, you know, comfort and take vengeance, not vengeance, would feel bad pity for on pity them. on them. Take- yes. And know that they were a good person, that they had all these people that cared for them, that they'd done all these good things and let them pass on. You go, God, Coco. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, during the celebration and the parades, poor people started to beg for scraps because they knew it was a day of celebration where people were offering tides and offerings to their people who had passed and God to move their people on um so people started making what they called soul cakes which they would pass on to the beggars in exchange for prayers for their dead relatives so so are these just like little debbie cakes they were just little cakes and a lot of them like the pictures i found had like crosses made out of like raisins or fruit on some of them sounds good so when you said soul cakes not gonna lie i pictured just like a mash of fried chicken and mashed potatoes and collard greens. (laughs) I just pictured like a mound of mashed potatoes and collard greens with like a cross made out of fried chicken on top. (laughs) Wow. We know what Tiffany wants for dinner. Um, so they would pass these out to the beggars in exchange for prayers for their dead relatives. So to basically offer them something in exchange to pray for their relatives so that they could move on. Sweet. Um, the practice was referred to as going a souling. Going a souling? Yes. That's so when they would come up and beg, no, once the beggar started to take note that people would give them offerings to pray, they would start going a souling where they would ask for offerings in exechange for prayers. So like caroling, but souling. not. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, it was eventually taken up by the children who would Ooh. visit their neighbors and they would give out food, money, treats, and celebration. So they would basically like, child labor, here's <laughs> treats pray for my dead uncle (laughs) i am very okay with this i like it i mean this sounds very similar to what we do now minus the prank right really it does Leaning on the beliefs of the pagan and the Samhain celebration, where the recently deceased were able to walk the earth due to the thinned veil during these celebrations, and the beliefs that anyone was stuck in purgatory had, they could have up to a year to seek vengeance on anyone who had wronged to them. Oh. Okay, so that works out well. So if you die on November 1st, you still have time to get people, well, well you can't really get people to pray for you, but your relatives have time to. Yeah, I mean, they had, they believed that anyone that may have not been quite sane enough to go to heaven or not been quite badly enough to go to hell i would like to hope that i fall into that category that they would have up to a year basically to right their wrongs in a whatever way they thought that was possible and a lot of people began to think that if they had the opportunity to right their wrongs they could also come back and seek vengeance on anyone who had wronged them but because of that belief people began to donning masks and costumes to confuse any spirits that may be roaming the earth to seek vengeance okay so they would be confusing the ones who still had time to try to either be extra good or right and it was mainly out the of that people who had done something wrong to someone like murdered someone or done something wrong to someone who had passed they would try and don costumes and masks so that if they could come back to walk among everyone else they would be hidden got it so like if i heaven forbid murdered somebody come halloween i wouldn't want them to be able to find me and seek vengeance so you would just walk among the townsfolks but you would be in costume so that the spirits couldn't find you 
Okay. Got it. So, um, although some of these traditions can be found in the early roots of America, the celebrations were extremely limited due to the rigid Protestant beliefs. Uh, because as Protestants, they frowned upon any spirits or ghosts. They believed that when you died, you went to heaven or hell. Done. No questions asked. You couldn't come back and visit your family. You couldn't do anything like that. That sounds right. So <laughs> there's not a whole lot that can be found in America until around the 1840s when the Halloween that we have come to love came with the wave of Irish immigrants during the potato famine. Hey, yo, Irish. Nice to see you. Thanks for the potatoes and Halloween. Oh, man, they contributed so much right? to my life. Right? <laughs> Two of my favorite things. <laughs> So um, the roots that we have now can really be traced back to them, um, including their holiday customs, such as the story of Stingy Jack. Who is Stingy Jack? Does he have anything to do with a jack-o'-lantern? So it's not just that he's really bad at tipping. Well, you know, probably a little bit of that as well. Um, So according to Irish folklore, one night a conniving local drunkard named Stingy Jack uh, somehow convinced the devil to climb a tree and then trapped him into the tree by quickly carving a cross in the base of the tree. All right. Okay. What prevents him from climbing down the other side? Rebecca, <laughs> I'm just asking. I need you to put your Ravenclaw back in Hogwarts. It's folklore, okay? Sorry, I'm just. Jeez, okay. <laughs> I was really excited for this story. I'm put, sorry. put the Ravenclaw back. Putting in the castle. a cross all around the base of the tree. I'm okay? being quiet now. <laughs> In exchange for letting the devil down, Jack made the devil promise that he could never claim Jack's soul. So in order to let the devil out of the tree, he could never claim Jack. Um, Throughout his life, Jack was known to cause ruckus and issues. He was a gambler and a drinker, and he was just a troublemaker all throughout his life. So when he died, he was not allowed into heaven due to his history. And he was sent to meet the devil. Satan remembered what Jack had done all those years ago and held up his end of the bargain and kicked Jack out of hell by hurling a piece of fiery coal at him. Just one? Just one. A fiery piece of hell coal? I think that would get the point across for me. I feel like that's powerful enough. Right? It is powerful. It's just... mm. (laughs) It's hell coal. Hell coal. From Satan's... You haven't experienced hell coal, so your Ravenclaw brain <laughs> You is... are correct. I have not have experienced it. If I can get someone to bring you a piece, okay? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> um, with nowhere to go, Jack placed the piece of blazing coal into a turnip, which he just to use as a lantern, and he set out to wander eternally until he could finally find a resting place. I feel like I know where this is going. Um, with this folklore, and because pumpkins were more widely available in America, they began carving pumpkins in place of turnips and using them as lanterns during the dark time of the year, gradually leading to the jack-o'-lanterns that are now a huge part of our American Halloween celebrations. Dun, dun, dun. That's fun. Yes. Nur. Funner. Funner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they would also bob for apples. I've um, done that before. Okay. Exactly. But why? Bobbing for apples used to be considered a form of divination Ooh. performed around Halloween. Women would mark an apple and toss it into the tubs, thinking they would be destined to whoever pulled the apple out of the water. As in oh. destined to marry? Yes. Okay. Destined to be with and live with. The Irish brought that tradition with them as well. So it's like a fun version of arranged marriage. Yeah, well, it was just kind of like they thought, you know, based on the spirits that they would direct whoever they were supposed to be with to this pull their apple. This was Tinder before cell phones. <laughs> oh, I like it. Um, the Irish were also known for being quite the tricksters and loved to play pranks or tricks on their neighbors. Okay. They started off innocently enough, such as removing the gates from their fences or switching the livestock in their pens. <laughs> so, uh, so like replacing the sheep with the horse and the horse with the precisely. pig? Precisely. Yeah. They would just I basically like mo- switch their pens around. They would take the gates off of You're their front You're not entrance. fluffy. They'd blow the lanterns out on their porches. Just harmless, innocent pranks. But they would still wear masks, so if they did get caught, they wouldn't be recognized. Okay. And of course, as they do over the years, the quote-unquote harmless pranks got more dangerous. As humans do. Yes. 
Dang humans. <laughs> um, by the 1930s, especially American humans, let's be real here. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> by the 19- 1930s, Halloween had become to be known as a dangerous day. Um, and <laughs> teenagers would use it as an excuse to pull cruel pranks and cause trouble to the town. So that's more of when, you know, people vandalizing and oh, no. causing... Teenagers ruin everything. Right? Yeah. Teenagers these days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, the act of trick-or-treating was originally considered an extortion deal. Basically, what? give us something or we're going to trash your house. Oh. Well then, trick-or-treat, yes. smell my feet. So they would go up to a house to eat. and basically say, you better have something for us or we're going to trash your house and do pranks and vandalism to your this home. This went from... From fun to not fun. Exactly. Um, over time, Halloween became more of a community-centered holiday where towns figured if they made it more of a family-friendly function, it would cause less havoc. With parades, town-wide parties, uh, storekeepers and neighbors began giving out treats to avoid tricks. Children were encouraged to travel door-to-door for treats as an alternate to pranks and mischief sounds good so knowing that all their neighbors would have treats they would just travel around and get treats instead of causing havoc the 1950s believed to be in line with the baby boom and the high number of children wanting to be involved in the holiday party and celebrations moved more from town centers into classrooms and homes where they could be more easily accommodated. So the 1950s is really when it started to become more of an individual home to home, widely celebrated holiday like we know it is today. Weird. I thought it was older than that. Nope. Cool. Um, thanks to capitalism. Oh, <laughs> thank mass, you, capitalism. Mass production of Halloween costumes started, as did the production of Halloween-themed treats and candies. All right. So that's really when you started to see stores put out specific, like, bags of candy to hand out for the holidays. Like and those little wax candies shaped like pumpkin that taste awful, but every grandparent owned. You mean like the candy corns that aren't corns, they're, can- they're pumpkin? Don't touch candy corn, because I love candy corn. I but to say, hold up. The little pumpkin about? ones are too much wax. Candy corn is, like, just the right amount of wax. <laughs> the pumpkins were too much. I'm about much. to sneeze. I think I'm allergic to your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I got it. Okay. I'm I did good. not know where you were going with that. No. I love candy corn, but the little pumpkins are too much. Yeah, you're too much. <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Um, so now more chocolates and sweets are sold on October 28th than any other day of the year. Even oh, then, like February 15th? Yes. Okay. More are sold on October 28th. Um, the number one, what do you guys think the number one treat that's sold Hershey Kisses. Candy corn. Snickers. Well, oh. we were both off. <laughs> okay. I so do like the number a one treat sold on October 28th are Snickers, fun size, and full size bars. Those of you giving away full size bars, let me know where you're at, please. Hit me up. <laughs> Why Snickers? Or is that okay. I don't know. That's just the number a lot of one people like it. Halloween candy in America. Uh, sidebar, what's your favorite full size candy bar? Does it have to be candy bar? Because mine, mine are M&M's. I mean, M&M's works too. I'm more of a gummy, like fruity candy uh, kind of person. So I would go with Haribo gummy bears. I would say Twix. If you're handing out full-size Twix bars, I'm going to be your best friend. Okay. Changing my answer. If you can find like full-size Milky Way Midnights, let me know. Yeah, I do love a Milky Way. So um, I guess chocolate, it would be Milky Way, but I'm a fan of Haribo. All right. So hit us up on Facebook because uh, <laughs> next week is Halloween and we will come visit. Yes. Well, and tell us what's your favorite candy. Yep. So just a couple little notes here. In 1966, The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown aired on TV, and that's now considered a major marker for Halloween being an official holiday. I didn't realize how close that was to whenever this whole tradition started. I know. Dang. Charles Schultz knew what's Ah, get really it, Charles <laughs> Schultz. Um, in 1978, the movie Halloween was released and is considered kind of the uh, jump start for the major horror movie industry. Of course, you had more scary movies before then that were kind of like sci-fi, like The Blob and Tremors and things along those lines that were released in the 50s. But Halloween was kind of considered what we consider nowadays to be the horror movie genre with serial killers and blood and gore. Yes. Got it. Slasher porn and all that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's Hall- not what you think it is, Tiffany. <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> 
Um, so Americans spend six billion dollars a year on candy on Halloween. Okay. Two point five being on costumes. So that leaves $3.5 billion basically to candy and decorations. I could see decorations being a big part of that because they're expensive. Yeah, because some people create their own haunted houses in their own yard. Well, I bought a house November of last year and like I'm thinking about decorating for Halloween and I'm super excited about it. But I think about how much money I could spend decorating for Halloween and I kind of want to vomit. It's fine. <laughs> what you do is you wait until after Halloween, wait till everything's 50% off, and then next year, see, go this, all out. See, this is what you do. This is what a house in my neighborhood did on the one of the rare times I went trick-or-treating is they had the mom, like, giving out the candy, and then they had the dad dress up at something, but he wouldn't move. Ah, I hate that. He wouldn't move <laughs> until, like... The kids are right up against the door, and that's when he would move. Sure, I'm there proud. was there was the a old- house in my neighborhood growing up where there was somebody standing under the porch. Nope. And every like fourth nope. or fifth kid that came up, they would grab their legs as they were climbing nope. the stairs. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that is like number one fear for me. Like if I, I go see my a pants. horror movie. I will, like, if Hagrid and I go to see a horror movie in theaters, I will make him get in the car first, open my door so that I can, like, run and jump into the car. (laughs) Because I don't even remember what movie it was, but we went to go see a movie, and the killer hid underneath the person's car and slashed to their ankles uh, when they were mm -hmm. going to get in the car. So ever since then, it is like, nope, 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 nope. That's a whole lot of nope. Do you remember when we went and saw The Sixth Sense, and my mom, we went into my bedroom, you and I, we sat on the bed, and we were playing. And my mom thought it would be funny <laughs> to go outside and beat on my bedroom window and scare <laughs> the your mom sounds awesome. literal crap out of us. Both of us. Oh, I will. I'll take a. My God. I almost died from a heart attack that night. And I was like 12. Oh, it was amazing. But we forced her. Like, we were insistent that we wanted to go see this movie. I don't know and why, because I'm such a scaredy cat. Probably oh, me. My you. Bad. So, well, you're a scaredy cat. Why are you here? Because uh, of Ashley. Me. My bad. <laughs> oh. um, so, now Halloween is celebrated internationally, and it is mm-hmm. the second highest grossing holiday next to Christmas. Huh. Makes sense. Um, however, each country has their own holiday tradition. Ooh, could you give us some examples? How did you know? <laughs> Again, this like psychopathic, not psychopathic, psychic. No, no, no you fair. had it right. <laughs> so in Germany, they're known to hide their knives in order to keep what? the returning spirits from harming themselves or others hiding their knives where they would just like instead of having them in a knife block on the counter they would tuck them away so that nobody could walk by and be like hey that's a nice that bitch upstairs pissed me off while i was alive so let me grab that (laughs) knife okay (laughs) (laughs) um in sweden halloween is known as ala hagen's dog Ala Huggins dog? Ala Huggins dog. All I can think about is like Huggins ice cream and a hot dog. <laughs> See, I was thinking about some sort of like epic hot dog with epic toppings, but I'm not sure what they would be. So well, dog is day in Swedish. Okay. In oh. case. So Ala Huggins dog, which basically comes out to All Hollows Day. Okay. Um, but I prefer hot dogs. They have a six days of celebration jesus school children get time out of school (gasps) why don't we have this right i'm down i feel like we should have our fall break around halloween not Thanksgiving. you keep your easter celebration i'll take my halloween right yeah easter comes in packaging that you have to like unpackage yeah it's easter i mean i like the candy easter eggs are silly i'm a fall lady Yep. Um, back to what Tiffany was talking about. In Mexico, Spain, and Latin America, they celebrate El Dia de los Muertos, Ooh. which is the Days of the Dead. But it's along the traditions of Samhain and okay. everything else. They remember their deceased relatives by constructing altars in their homes with candles, water, treats, and some of their deceased favorite things. Wait, deceased favorite things? Yeah, yeah like the like, person who had passed. Like if okay. Tiffany like if died, I would, I would put sprinkles and I'm, glitter. I'm imagining I like literal dead things. No, like being no not their favorite deceased things. <laughs> no, like you would not dig up Scamp and Chomper and put them out for me. Scamp and no. Chomper. Those yeah, those puppies. are my two favorite puppies growing Aww, up. Oh, this took a turn. I'm but sorry no, for this asking is this like question. Tiffany, Rebecca, if you passed, and I was trying to have you if you were still wandering the earth, to come to me i would put a bottle of cab i would put a stuffed fox a stuffed fox i would put some tools 
(laughs) 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 I would put um, something technological. Totoro. 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 (laughs) That would work. That would work. Yeah. So some other deceased favorite things. Gotcha. And Ashley would put out sprinkles for me. Yes. Sprinkles and glitter. Sprinkles everywhere. And a book. Yes. A new, like, whatever series she was reading when she passed, I would put out the newly <gasps> released one of oh that one. Oh, my God. This is why you're my soulmate. Right? I would get you. I would I would trap you. You'd I be stuck you. here forever. <laughs> you would never be able to go to heaven or hell. Because I would be fine. like, you just want to hang out with me until I die, and then we'll figure out how to get there together. <laughs> That's <It's fine>. pretty <laughs> accurate. And then you guys would just wait for me anyway. Exactly. Because you're adopted in. <laughs> mm-hmm. You would die and be like, oh, crap, you too. Why did you wait around to Damn it? <laughs> why are you still but here? But like, it wouldn't be a question of where y'all would be waiting. This is like, true. I would just know. Yeah, you'd die and you just would like just hang find your Gus head. would be like hanging out in a corner constantly and you'd be like, Tiffany, Ashley, stop petting my cat. <laughs> I need to feed him. <laughs> Go away. Come back when I pass. Um, so that is Halloween and how it's celebrated. I found these little tidbits 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 and i wasn't real sure where to put them but i wanted to share it yes because please share you always hear these stories of people that are trying to like make halloween still to this day is like a bad holiday and how like kids are being poisoned from candy and razor. the razor blade and yeah. apples yeah was that ever really a thing or was that just something nope go figure that was a mom was. trying to scare her children there are only two documented cases of people dying from their quote-unquote halloween treats and not from razor blades probably not from razor blades well Well, the second one i can't say 100 percent what happened okay but so the first one is in 1970 a Mm -hmm. boy (sighs) nice nose itch continue no these are just um these are kind of hard stories to talk about oh dang it a young boy found and consumed a large amount of heroin oh boy that his uncle had hidden in the house that is not what trick-or-treat means his family to hide the fact that it was the uncle's heroin sprinkled it inside of his halloween candy bag to look like it was the candy that poisoned him instead of his uncle's stash. Oh, my God. That makes me want to cry. Yeah. This got, Ashley. This I'm got sorry. dark. Yeah. Even for Halloween. This got dark. I had to get a little dark. It's Halloween. Let's go back to razor blades. In 1980s, Uh-oh. the second case of someone dying from their Halloween treats, a father poisoned his own children's candy to collect on life insurance policies that he had recently taken out on them no like as a mother i can't even imagine third case is the upside down took them over what What? you guys haven't seen stranger things no No. oh damn it dang it (laughs) i wish i could get that reference Uh, i mean yeah i'm totally hip and down with new netflix series if you guys like 80s era anything really especially 80s era horror flicks you would love this show how have you guys not seen this show because if you were to log on to my netflix account right now it'd be like bitch how many times can you watch beauty and the beast (laughs) mine would be (laughs) tiffany you've seen the office 12 times pick another series for god's sakes mine is why why are you still watching bojack horseman yeah, my Netflix is run over by my almost three-year-old. See, so I don't you, you can create different profiles. We do have separate profiles, but when I have a chance to sit down and watch Netflix, it's watching a movie with him. Fair. Okay. So. Halloween. Anyway. Yes. So. Halloween. Uh, it's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really good. I can't do that. And you're wearing a Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course t-shirt it's i love the it most wonderful, wonderful time, time of the year spilled with i'm not gonna pull on another veggie tail <laughs> song with you guys i totally didn't prepare one in the car it's just not the same when it comes across when it's not as natural as the veggie tails was i do kind of hear true. what you sing in the car though Huh? I did kind of want to hear what you sing in the car. Uh, let's see if I can remember. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Filled with sweaters and football and candy and coffee and Oktoberfest beer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Cheers to Yay, Halloween. Cheers. That's Those beautiful. of you that are going to be going out celebrating this weekend, please be safe. Make smart choices. 
don't get caught up with any spooky. Uh, check your candy for heroin. (laughs) (laughs) Don't eat your uncle's heroin, okay? Dang. I would bring it down. That's what I do. But yeah, Halloween falls on a Wednesday this year. So hopefully those of you that are celebrating, you celebrate two weekends and a Wednesday. And you make the most of this holiday. Or just the whole week. Go for it. Yeah. Why not? Different costumes. I want to see pictures of all five of your costumes that not you wear Not just Ashley. All of us want to see costumes. Yes. Yes. And I plan on wearing a fun costume to match my daughter's. So. Yay. Yeah. Yes. Well, do you guys know what you're going to be this year? So baby girl is going to be a unicorn pegasus, which we learned is called a... Alicorn. Alicorn for Halloween. And I'm going to do something along the same lines. Uh, I think Walmart has a unicorn onesie that's like 20 bucks and I'm living La Vida Broca. You need one of those anyway. I still say if she's going to be a unicorn slash Pegasus that you dress up as Megara from Hercules. (gasps) Oh, God, yes. I had a dress to do that at one point, but that was before I got pregnant. So we'll see if I can still wear it. Man, you're killing it, Ashley. I know. I'm amazing. It's only my favorite holiday. It's fine. That's only my favorite movie ever. I was going to say favorite Disney movie, but no, it's my favorite movie ever. So, <laughs> Rebecca, any ideas this I w- year? I want to finally dress up as a Ravenclaw. Yay! Because I, I need wizarding robes. Yeah. I love that. Fair. Are you going to dress Gus up as a wizard? He, I would <gasps> like I would like to, but he would probably disown me. Can you just walk around calling him McGonagall? I could. And then oh you don't have God, to dress yes. him up as anything. Perfect. I could. Like, I already have a Luna Lovegood wand. Like, I just need the rest of it. <laughs> Except for... Was she a Ravenclaw? Luna? She yes. was a Ravenclaw. Wow. For some reason, I put her as a Hufflepuff no. just because I think I love her so much. Yeah, she's one of those borderline ones. Yeah. She, right. I think, like, I feel like Luna, even in Slytherin, like, I feel like she kind of, like, I could see traits of her in each house. Yes. She's... She is the epitome. Of I just gotta figure out how to curl my she's hair. She's. I can help you with that. <laughs> it's all in her. Okay. <laughs> Ashley, what are you gonna be? Um, if Bug finally rests that he wants to be Beast from Beauty and the Beast, I'm gonna do a like haute couture slash high fashion Lumiere. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. I know you were toying with the idea of like a make Hagrid be clockwork. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided what I'm going to make Hagrid do yet. I, I thought about doing Gaston and just getting him like a red jacket and having him wear ga- be Gaston because he's got the dark, slick-backed hair. Yeah, but... I can kind of... See, I, you got to keep in mind, I've got to like... I walk that fine line with what I can make him get away with. Fair. So I just... Baby steps. Yeah, but, like when you were dinosaurs, you put him in like a tan shirt and you were like, you're a Jurassic Park Yeah, I made him like employee. a Jurassic Park guy. I just put him in like cargo shorts and a tan shirt and made him a badge and made him a Jurassic Park guy. <laughs> and then the first year we went as um, Monsters, Inc. And Dominic was solely. I was... I can't remember. You Celia? were Googly Bear. Celia, yes. The girl with the snake hair. And then for Hagrid, I just put him in a lime green shirt with Mike Wazowski's face on it, like made felt pieces. So I just had to figure out how to slowly incorporate him. But if he uh, decides to do Paw Patrol, which is a very good option, then I'm going to have James dress up as a writer and I'm going to be the mayor. I like it. And walk around with the chicken in my purse. Yes. What? <laughs> do you not do that now? Because I feel like you should. <laughs> the mayor from Paw Patrol has a chicken named uh, Chigaletta. <gasps> Can we take a moment <laughs> to discuss <laughs> that Rebecca's dying? And we have a former co-worker named Lupe who introduced <laughs> us. <laughs> she introduced us to the fact that in Mexico, um, chicken or roosters, roosters do not go cock-a-doodle-doo. They say it's amazing yeah so now baby girl's book that i referenced at some point the you know foxes yip keep out of you also says something about roosters saying cockadoodle do and every time i read it i say roosters go and it throws off everything because it does not rhyme but i just want her to grow up thinking roosters say kikidiki she's gonna be reading through that when she's older and she's gonna be like oh they don't actually say kikidiki. <laughs> so here's one for you, Lupe. <laughs> oh All right, God. everyone. 
everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Again, please be safe. If you celebrate Halloween, please be safe out there at your parties or whatever you're going to get into. Check yes. your candy for heroin. Yes. Make sure your uncle doesn't taint your candy. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, remember, friends, everyone has something they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have anything questionable uh, or anything you like us to discuss, you can share them with us on Facebook and Instagram at the Ladies of Strange, um, on Twitter at Ladies of Strange, or email them to us at the Ladies of Strange at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, and tell us we're doing a great job. Keep it strange, lovelies. <laughs> <laughs>